0: Welcome back to Authentic Conversations. I am your host, darty And I am your host, KP. And here we have real conversations with real women in, in their, their 20s. 20s. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, y'all, we are on episode two. Deuce, deuce. Y'all already know and y'all can see i had a special guest Ding. this is my good sis this is family today okay. where we talk about childhood trauma dun,
1: dun, dun.
0: and i feel like a lot of people can relate to this topic for sure you've seen it like how social media things like that but before we get started with the conversation we're gonna let her introduce herself
2: Hi everyone. My name is Daisy. I am a multi-passionate entrepreneur, creator, spiritualist, um, soon-to-be life coach. So this is my perfect topic for today. (laughs) Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got a hand to the cup. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay, so first we're just going to start off with like, what is childhood trauma? What would be a definition for you?
2: Um. So, child, what I would define childhood trauma is the trauma that you experience, of course, during childhood, but it's basically when you experience unloving um, circumstances, abuse, neglect, anything in that nature um, that puts you at risk is trauma. Um, so, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. KP. Yes? <laughs> Do you feel like you have childhood trauma of your own? I feel like I do, but
1: even just asking like what is childhood trauma, I guess I like wonder like did I have childhood trauma? Like I guess it's like hard to say or thinking back like was this an experience that really changed something in me? And I know like I've seen like different TikToks saying like, Oh, this is signs that you were neglected. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Oh, like I never even thought about it like that. So I feel like, yeah, but it's kind of hard to say, like, what's what. Okay, okay, okay. What about
0: you, Um. Yes, I feel like I definitely have experienced childhood trauma and, you know, focusing on healing. I feel like I'm just getting to the point where it's starting to affect me at 23. So just pinpointing, like, different things throughout my childhood that, you know, may trigger some things in my adult friendships or even relationships. What does trauma look like? and I know it can look like different you know different people, but what are some of the main things that you can kind of look for?
2: Um, um, <laughs> so I would say trauma looks so different for everybody. Um, trauma looks like, again abuse, Trauma looks like neglect. Trauma can look like um, sensory issues that you experience, especially for me i have like sensory issues when it comes to like loud noises at times so it just looks different in all aspects in all different places um so yeah that's (laughs) so
1: crazy with the sensory thing because um i mean i don't think i have that like Uh i'm really kind of numb to the like sound stuff but like my brother Mm -hmm. maybe when he was like i guess since he could talk and like show his emotions he was like i can't do the loud stuff like My family is really loud, laughing, yelling, very loud. And he literally is like, no, I can't. Like, it's too much. So I definitely feel like I've never thought about it Mm -hmm. like that. So I have seen the example, though. Yeah.
0: Okay. Do you think everyone goes through some type of trauma? Yes, (laughs) Yes,
2: <laughs> we all do. Okay. Believe it or not, I know Kendra was talking about, she didn't know, if she have ever experienced childhood trauma. See, the thing is, when it comes to trauma, it looks different. Mm. And so it's not as detrimental as some people, like, you know, someone who has experienced abuse or, yeah. you know, things in that nature, or um, like coming from a household with people that battle addictions and things in, life, in that nature. But... We live through trauma from even our parents. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's generational. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) a Mm -hmm. lot of the things that we probably wouldn't think is trauma is, like certain things, even from what we grew up in childhood, it doesn't even have Mm -hmm. to come from the environmental aspect of it mm
0: -hmm. all. Yes,
2: exactly. Like in schools, if you got bullied and things in that nature, Mm -hmm. that's trauma. Mm -hmm. So um, little things like that that, like, established triggers for you or insecurities um i would say yeah everybody has them <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: i think that's kind of interesting mm-hmm. just because like i only think about my parents
0: mm-hmm. yeah. and
1: like i think i don't want to expose
0: them <laughs> no, don't expose them too i feel bad. like
1: one of my parents like they're like they can be really selfish yeah. and i think You know, some of that rubs off on me And I, like, hope, like, for my kids I'm not, like, so, like, wrapped in myself That I can't give what I need to give my children Mm -hmm. And I feel like my other parent is just, like I don't know how to say I would just say insecure Mm -hmm. So it's, like, all day insecurities Is just, like, coming out daily Mm -hmm. And, you know, we Not to say we kids, but your your parent is always gonna be your parent, so you're always gonna be a step below technically. Then, so it's kind of hard to be like, hey, like maybe you should like address la blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But you know then I'm thinking like, you know, how does that how does that shape me at that point? Just because like I see the flaws in them, yeah. but then it's like, Well now I need to see the flaws in
0: myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, self reflecting. Yeah. yeah, Um
2: I think like. When it comes to parents you're dealing with their childhood too mm-hmm. so like you have to internalize these are your authority figures but you have to realize that they may haven't got the childhood that they gave you mm-hmm. so that emotional that mental that physical aspect that they lack you have to carry sometimes yeah, yeah
1: and so now you just like i'm tired that burden, Don't <laughs> carry that t- burden. <laughs> yeah that burden is yeah. heavy got yeah. so, gotcha because now i just want to do better yeah, but yeah. I also am like, you know, they still my parents. So it's like, I you don't want to them.
0: Yeah, but it's like, no, you dead wrong. No, for <laughs> real. You be like, all right, now you're doing too much. Like, way. Come on now. Like, calm down. Like, yeah. we in a new era, new age. Stuff is different now. Yeah. So I would say, like, do y'all think that,
1: okay, like, if you know this was something that traumatize you like something that your parents did or some of your friends did back in the day like Mm -hmm. is it good to confront them about it or is it more so just keep it in you like you heal from it you know on your own
2: it depends on the situation yeah i was gonna say that yeah and i think that sometimes people neglect the trauma side of things and mm. they allow it to become resentment mm. to some mm-hmm. people so you will see most people that go through like trauma whether they're in their 50s they hate somebody or they dislike yeah. a family member because they weren't able to address it at that time yeah so their healing is ignoring it or mm. dealing with mm. them an, on okay. their own terms and you're ending up resenting that person instead of and some people, you literally just cannot, like, yeah, talk I get that. about yeah, yeah, that's what certain I was things. thinking, too. So you got to internalize. Now, that's something different, but, yeah.
1: Hmm. So you think the first approach should be, like, try to... Well, I, obviously, we say it just depends. Yeah, okay. it depends.
2: If and you
0: feel like it's necessary, yeah, some, I'll say that.
2: Honestly, like I... Well, you will hear people say often, is healing is not linear. So mm-hmm. sometimes people will attempt to, like, even years later, after a situation happened, hey, look, like, this hurt me. And, like, I didn't know how bad it hurt me until it triggered me. Yeah. 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 So sometimes it's good to address it years later, time later. Would
0: mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> well, well, that answer the healing part, you know. I guess it's important to heal from yes. certain things. Definitely. Sure. Definitely. What are some ways to just combat childhood trauma? if you can do that if you can't do that right
2: okay i think that the first most important thing is to not dissociate your inner child because mm-hmm. when you look at your inner child as a different person you forget that that child still lives inside of you Um, And not only are you healing inner child, but you got to think about inner teen, too, Mm. and that's inner child healing Like that is very (laughs) intense Like I come in contact with my inner child and sometimes she's like very shy and then my inner teen she wants to go to bed Like she she ready Mm. to throw it all So usually how I like balance the two is having patience with myself it's important to have grace with yourself um, Mm -hmm. because there will be certain moments that you wouldn't think that was too important to you like certain things that people said to me when I was a child Mm -hmm. like people would say to me now I'm like oh like I start to cringe up or something like that Mm -hmm. Um, and then I have to be like okay that's my inner child like she she feels like she can't defend herself right now like especially when people comment on my size I'm like oh she feels like she can't defend herself but then now I'm older I'm like okay let me have some grace with myself let me Mm -hmm. approach the situation a little bit differently and let me establish boundaries too boundaries is very important as well so um i would say also yoga doing a lot of inner child work if my inner child wants to go out and play if she Mm -hmm. wants to go out in the rain stomp in the rain i let her (laughs) and sometimes it's just, like, you living through that experience
1: again, so. Okay, okay. I, like, totally agree. I was just talking about this and one of my videos. I was about to mention your video. No, I was was just saying how, like, like we're the same person. Like, just because I had to mature and become an adult doesn't mean that, that's not the same me that was years ago. Of course I've learned new things that have Mm -hmm. built me into like where I am now which is a good thing Mm -hmm. but of course like what I thought when I was really really young Mm -hmm. is like the pure part of me and I should like keep that. Right. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I feel like I literally just cannot remember like I don't have the best memory to be like okay this is something that affected me or like of course like If somebody say something to you and it's going to stick with you all these years, obviously that had, like, a really big impression on you. But something that didn't, and now it's, like, you just, like, subconsciously still hear them. Mm -hmm. I guess it's, like, trying to, like, pinpoint the times. Yeah. But I know, like, specifically, like, you mentioned, like, people talking about your weight or something like that. I know when I was young, I was really, really insecure. And I was, like, bullied. I wouldn't say bullied. But, like... I have friends, quote unquote, that used to talk about me fake. Yeah,
2: that's trauma. And it's like,
1: I, you know, at the time I was like, oh, these are my friends. They could say stuff like that. But it's also mm-hmm. like, no, like they Mm-mm. shouldn't have been talking to me like that. I shouldn't have put up with, you know, that type of behavior just because day in and day out, you got something to say. It's like literally making me even more insecure than I already am. And I think now that I'm older, it's so funny because I literally don't even get the same jokes that I used to get when I was young. But I also think even if I did, I guess because I've come to quits more with like who I am, like especially when you just. Finally realized, yeah, I'm me. I can't Mm -hmm. change nothing. I mean, you can now because there's so much Mm -hmm. stuff Mm -hmm. that you can fix now. Yeah, but it costs money. Mm -hmm. It's not easily accessible. So Mm -hmm. even at the same time, you still got to know, like, if I don't have this type of money, that I'm just going to have to stick with what I look like. And that just is what it is. You got to just embrace it. But I always wonder, like, I guess, like, what is it that, like, really – hit me to be like, yeah, like, you all right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I guess I had to just, I would say reflect. Mm -hmm. But like I said, my memory is shaky. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's kind of hard to just be like, oh, let me look back at how I felt when I was seven. Because I don't remember necessarily. And
2: I think that's a lot what people do. They think that inner child healing or healing just looks like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to sit and I'm going to remember, like, exactly what happened. And it's just like, no, it triggers you out the blue. Like, Mm. sometimes you don't even know. You're just like, oh, wait, I remember this feeling before. And I don't know if you guys have seen the latest, like, TikTok trend where people Mm -hmm. are like, um, when you're... say for example they were like oh uh, when your friends like flake on you last minute and all of a mm-hmm. sudden you're like six years old and your dad didn't come get you so no. it's just like things like that y- and you experiencing your everyday adult life you're just like oh damn like yeah yeah i remember feeling like this my mm-hmm. dad didn't come get me or mama
1: didn't do this or you okay. know. okay i yeah. was just about to have to have me really think yeah
0: i've never thought like that That makes sense and i was about to say like um because you like speaking of like TikTok, it's like yeah like we were talking about like the trend of like you know healing childhood trauma mm-hmm. like how do you feel about seeing that all over social media now um it,
2: it literally makes me happy especially Mm -hmm. the trend of where people are like um, when they show what they do especially Mm -hmm. like if they're a photographer or artist or something they be like oh I wish people booked me more and then they post like a little inner child and be like oh they're booking like I'm a photographer yeah. yeah so it's just like you see those things, you're like, damn, like, oh, my God, that is so beautiful to me. So I think mm-hmm. that it becoming more self-aware of people, and it creates more of a community because you be like, oh, yeah, I relate to you yeah. um, in that different aspect so people don't have to feel like they're so alone. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I love that.
1: Well, I think that's why it becomes a trend in the first place because yeah. people can relate. Right. And um, I do agree that, like, just – i always say like younger me would just be really really proud or like i i I was even saying that where i'm at right now Mm -hmm. i didn't even imagine you know like it was not even like in the cars like i know some people are like oh yeah i've been wanting to do this since i was young like no like i had no idea if if you asked me 10 years ago i still would have been like "Mm -hmm."
0: no i wouldn't (laughs) know what i was going to do yeah like the next day the cars (laughs) just
1: wasn't place already i was literally thinking maybe i would go another way or you know maybe not even be in the position i am right now but i also i don't know what it is like when i hear trend it just it just don't sit right with me Mm. but i had said in my video as well i was just saying that even though it's a trend and i don't like trends necessarily yeah but at the same time it's like well if it's like she healing i'm healing you know what's yeah, the what's it's the a movement, yeah. Yeah, movement yeah yeah, movement yeah switching like the word, word in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah movement mm-hmm. i like that too mm.
0: <laughs> so what does healing mean and look like to you
2: um <laughs> healing looks like self-awareness um Healing looks different. Healing looks like I'm crying. Healing looks like I'm dancing. Healing looks like I'm setting boundaries with people. Mm -hmm. Healing looks like healthy conversations. It looks Mm -hmm. different in all aspects. Um, But I would just say it's more self-awareness for me when it
1: Mm -hmm.
0: comes to healing. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. What about you, Yeah. Mm, I agree with my sister. (laughs) But, yeah, I feel like... Of course, Hillary could be different from other people. I know. Maybe sometimes you might gotta write a letter, send right. it off. Like maybe you gotta draw. Like right. it can be. I know. Write. Listen. Yeah, did so yeah, I didn't do some crazy stuff, Yeah, it's right. like. No, right. when you I, said I,
1: letter. I did some.
0: Yeah, crazy or stuff. sending like even typing up a text message mm-hmm. and not even sending, sending it. it. It's mm-hmm. healing. Like literally releasing. Release releasing is so beautiful because you feel like you feel good you feel it off of your shoulder like i got it done like Mm -hmm. i did that basically
1: i don't i don't know i don't think i really have a grasp of like what healing is Mm -hmm. but i will say like i really cherish like moments where i'm just really happy like just genuinely happy and i would say I don't want to say that I know that I'm healed, but I guess if I feel at peace with the situation and knowing me, like, I'm going to do whatever I need to do to get over that, because I'll, like, really be in my head for a very long time until I address it. So with that, it's like, of course, certain things are always underlined, so it's like, yeah, you're going to have to address that at some point, but whatever's like, on the forefront, Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I got to fix it until I feel at peace with it. So yeah, that's how
2: I
0: feel. I agree. I'm big on my peace. Well,
2: yeah. yeah. Um, I would say, like, healing does not always. I think that sometimes, especially being someone who wants to be a life coach mm-hmm. um, for, like, self-improvement and self-love, healing is not just something from your past. Like, it literally can happen today.
0: Yeah. That's literally true.
2: can happen today or yesterday. And you just like, oh, shit. Like, let me... Ooh, Sorry, y'all. No. It's like, I about everybody do I'm sorry. You're like, yeah, now I got to deal with this. So mm-hmm. even from actions of other people, it's not just you. Mm-hmm. You know, actions from other people and stuff like that, that happen on an everyday basis. You just yeah take it one. Well, I, I do feel it's like
1: off. it's just a cycle at this point, like. Yeah, we t- like we're speaking about childhood trauma, yeah. right, in this episode, but just think about it full circle, right. we're still gaining trauma, t- like, right now, yeah. mm-hmm. so then older me is going to be like, oh, like, my 20s trauma, I mean, not just to, like, categorize right. it, but that's what it would be, it's just continuously trying to heal from, I don't just say how people treat you, but just, like, what you experience in life. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It's hard out here. <laughs> hard out here for a pimp. Um. All right. Do you uh, recommend therapy?
2: Um, yes. I've been going to therapy since I was about, like, eight years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I've switched therapists, which is very important, I would say, for everyone, especially if you have a childhood therapist, definitely go up to someone who understands your needs at that time because trying to relate to my therapist from childhood she didn't have nothing to offer for me Mm -hmm. so always look for a therapist and yes I do recommend therapy because I want to be a therapist but always go and relate to a therapist that has what you are looking for in terms of you know where you are in life where you're trying to go like they should be able to reaffirm um your goals now and Mm -hmm. you know address some things maybe in the past Um, so yeah
1: okay yes (laughs) I love therapy I'm about to say what would you like to add (laughs) because you have
0: talked about your therapy Um, on the podcast
1: before I mean it's so crazy because I mean I I was in therapy for two weeks when I was in middle school Mm -hmm. because I went through this whole crazy situation and my mom was like you need help you know she tried to just put it like in my head so i was so like anti like no because Mm -hmm. i feel like i was being forced Mm -hmm. and even then like i always had no type of confidence then so i was like i'm not talking to this lady about nothing Mm -hmm. and like she was like she was saying some encouraging things and she had gave me this book, and it was, like, semi-helpful. But obviously, like I said, I only went to, like, two sessions because, like I said, I think my mom was just trying to put a <laughs> Band-Aid over situation. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think now that I've gotten older, I guess I was just seeking, like, I don't want to say validation, but I just wanted to make <clears throat> sure that I'm going where I want to go and being and doing it the best that I could do it because Mm -hmm. I think at a certain point I was just lost and I'm just like Mm -hmm. I don't know where like not that I didn't have goals Mm -hmm. I just wanted to not just aim for like my financial goals and my job goals and like goals where I want to be um living and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but like are my Relationships with my friends good Do I have a good relationship with my family Like what's lacking Like in a personal aspect So I think that's what I was really searching for When I started therapy Mm -hmm. And like you said I went through I went through two people and the first lady, she was cool, but she wanted to be my homegirl. That's
2: what I was about to say. And I was it like. You cannot be a therapist <sighs> homegirl. you got to put it on network.
1: Yes, boy. what I was mm-hmm. disappointed about is because it was a black woman, mm. and she was fairly young. Something like, oh, yeah, like, we're going to click. But, like, yeah. she was trying to click. And I'm like, no, I want to give yeah. something a little more where you're a higher up than me like you know more than me instead of mm-hmm. like oh like we just kicking it mm-hmm. and you're just trying to get your hour in <laughs> so i can pay you not to be funny because they do get yeah. paid for their yeah. services mm-hmm. so the lady i go to now and it might sound funny but she is an older white woman um that might sound funny to some people i know i've told a few people and they was like girl what but like i just feel like she reassures me that i'm going where i need to go She encouraged me, like, you know, giving me everything that I need. And maybe I was searching for, like, a motherly figure, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know. So definitely if you think about doing therapy, just go ahead and do it. If you start with somebody and you don't like them, just leave and find somebody else. Because it would be a missed opportunity just because you didn't like your first experience. And... If there's anybody out there that feel like you cannot afford or you don't have access to therapy, definitely, definitely do your research. Reach out to us or something because it's definitely easier than you think. It's mm-hmm. not just a doctor, like how you feel like you got to pay hospital bills. It's not anything like that. It can be accessible to everybody. Absolutely. That's my two cents. <laughs> okay.
0: You have anything to say, Dardy? Yes. Um. I, I mean, I'm not in therapy, but I was definitely thinking about it. Okay. Still thinking yeah. about it. But what would um, you
1: say is, like, the reason why you have not Or since you say you're just interested in it? Yeah.
0: Because um, I know that I have a trigger. Do I want to say? I don't really want to say the trigger. But um, I feel like it's definitely affected uh, by our just relationships and, mm-hmm. like, finding love and things like that. So I feel like I need to just talk to somebody about that so mm-hmm. I can really unpack what it really is. Yeah. Because it's like I'm just noticing like I'm like, "Dang, like I need to like nip this in the bud because it's being a lot." So I am thinking about therapy
2: yeah you always kind of need that unbiased perspective because going to a homegirl homeboy like they're going to give you they're going to provide you with what they know but when you go into a professional that can give you the techniques Mm -hmm. the skills and everything else that you
0: can apply and use and you got to be ready
2: to apply them because you're wasting your money Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. and who want to waste their money not me
2: but i I would say that some people cancel out therapy because they don't want to face what they need to and a therapist will pointed out for you so. yeah
0: that's the scary thing because yeah. like i've never been in therapy so that just thinking about that i'm like uh it's a little scary like i'm gonna say i would say it's really just a
1: conversation you can yes. talk about whatever you want to talk about i know like some days i'm like this situation happened this happened and i need da-da-da-da. like i'm going in because a lot been going on Mm -hmm. But if something hasn't been going on, maybe she like, so, like, let's talk about what we talked about last session. Like, are we achieving our goals? Like, it's always going to be easy. I don't want to say easier. But it's always going to be on you of how far you want to go with it. Right. Because Mm -hmm. they're just going to feed off of your energy. I think a lot of people think either they think two things about therapy one they think it's like oh like well how did that make you feel right the stuff that you see in the tvs and the the movies you're like i'm gonna be doing that with them i don't want to do that and i think some people also think that it's gonna be they're gonna dig into you so don't you feel like you were wrong and it's like they're gonna go in on you and it's never like that yeah yeah I definitely encourage that. And that'll be, like, a key thing. So if you want to go into therapy and just strictly talk about your childhood trauma, you can tell them that. And yeah. that'll be something that y'all are working on together.
2: Also, different therapists specialize in different things, yes. too. So that's important, too. Okay. So. Yeah.
1: Look at look at their descriptions, yeah. their background work. Facts.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to do my research yeah. tonight. Yes,
1: <laughs> I Well, I don't want to put out
0: on those
1: sites, cause I'm, no. Okay. Sorry, I just was about to just be like going in, but I just don't wanna do that.
0: Okay, so do you have any advice to help people address their trauma?
2: One step at a time. Honestly, it looks different every single day. Um, recently, I would say for me, I, this year when I started, th- well last year, I, found out that I had bipolar disorder and like I thought that was the worst thing in the world Mm -hmm. and so it's like a day by day thing when it comes to my healing when it comes to me finally understanding my mental health my physical health my spiritual health Um, do what you feel, feel feels right to you you know and what's going to help you like even if it's yoga do some type of mindfulness activity as well something that brings you peace of mind and literally go off joy because being scared being in your comfort zone is only going to keep you restricted too. So,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. I feel, I, feel <laughs> oh, I was gonna say like well do you suggest people to get diagnosed what I'm gonna say is that the word to say if you're gonna get diagnosed yeah. or tested Test, yeah do you suggest that to get di- um, mm,
2: I, I it depends. I think that everyone should, but mm-hmm. unless you think like, okay, like something is, unless a therapist, for example, points it out, okay. like, hey, like, I think that, you know, this would be a great fit for you, then don't internalize you having anything because it's, it's easy to self-diagnose. Like, I think right. I have ADHD, so it's just like...
0: Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. It's like looking I up some on Google bit. and you like, dang. Yeah, WebMD gets your Yeah, MD, get you time. Right. Yeah, so.
1: No, but I just said that because my, um, my friend, she mm-hmm. wants to be a counselor. Let me right. get it right. She wanted to be a counselor, mm-hmm. but she started therapy or counseling. I know it's two different things, yeah. but I know she started one of those. And I think she was just interested herself just mm-hmm. to know because I think over time, people have told her maybe she has ADHD or ADD, yeah. and she just was like, well, let me take the test. And, yeah. you know, got her results back, and from there she'll, you know, go yeah. about how she want to go. But I think if you never felt like you had anything or you, you know, are lacking somewhere, then maybe you wouldn't even think to do that, and yeah, that may be would've. something important.
2: Yeah, and I think that everyone should, honestly. Yeah, because I've like been
1: think about it. Yeah,
2: you just never know. Mm-hmm. And, like, being black, they don't self-educate you about many yeah. things. So it's just, like, a lot of black children and younger, especially older adults, have different things that we don't even know about. Um, yeah. And But also they try to project stuff onto you. So it's just, mm-hmm. like...
1: Yeah. COVID. And I would say, like, take, take your diagnosis with a grain of salt just because I think now, especially, like, maybe in the past five to ten years, like, there's people that I'm finding out does have, like, bipolar disorder or Mm -hmm. ADHD, which ADHD just seems so common. I think they diagnose a lot of kids like that when they're really young because they're jumping off the walls and stuff. And I know most parents be like, well, just sit them down, you know. You know, we got to be more conscious of how we're dealing with situations. But I I think just learning now, like, my uncle didn't learn he had bipolar disorder until... He was, like, 45 or something like that. Mm -hmm. So now it's, like, not that I would look at him any different, but it does kind of, like, show why he is how he is. And I think from there, I'm just going with with the flow of how he does his things. You know? Like, I'm not going to be, like... Oh, well, are you okay today? You know, it's kind of like doing yeah, too much. Handicap, yeah. yeah. And now I'm just like, well, you're you still going to be the same person I've known you this whole time, right. mm-hmm. whether I knew or you knew or not. Mm-hmm. You know, now it's just, you know, how do you want to go about it? Do you feel like you should change some of your ways? Do you feel like now, you know, maybe starting medication and different stuff like that? Yeah. yeah. But it's all on that person. And I would mm-hmm. say if you did learn something about yourself, you know, just go about it. I don't know. Trying to learn more information instead of just saying like, "Oh well, I know such and such is like that," so I guess I'm gonna be like that. Like, no, because everybody's different.
2: Yeah, bipolar for one looks different for everybody, but we go through the same cycle all -hmm. the time. Like we would, it's called a manic episode that we experience, and so like we're hyper, we're doing this and doing that. Then Mm -hmm. the next day, you probably depressed. Like, Mm -hmm. and you. Depression looks different too. Yeah. So that's it's real. just like it's helpful to have people around you to understand those different cycles for you
1: mm-hmm. or to
2: learn, want to learn more so they can help you navigate through yeah. that.
1: So, yeah. Because I think now at this point, it's really no excuse not to just kind of like open yourself up to know everything at this point. Because uh-huh. there's so many different things out there now, and there's so much information that you have access to as well. So it's just, you know, do your research. Yeah. Especially if it's somebody like near and dear to you. Like, right. see, like, think about how their brain works so maybe you can be a better friend or a better yeah. um, family member to them or,
0: you know, whatever you are. When you like mention like cycle, do you feel like childhood trauma has its own cycle?
2: Oh yes. Okay. All the time. All the time. It will come and it goes. Just like grief. Uh, grief will come knocking at your door any day. Yeah. So it's trauma is grief. Trauma is unloving circumstances. I don't know if you guys been on well, seen TikToks about a book called All About Love by Bell Hooks. It's mm. like a red book. I have it. It's so good. But she talks about love and like how some of us grew up with parents that only cared for us. Mm. but didn't love us because love I and abuse cannot did. coexist <laughs> and so and so it's just like you have to unlearn a lot but also mm-hmm. have to relearn and it's a constant uh, constant loop yeah. talk about it talk about we it we definitely sister. talked about some of that before
0: yeah we have
1: mm-hmm. yeah because i did see i i haven't heard about the book yeah. but i did have a friend on tiktok and she was saying that um Basically, a lot of parents just provide our needs, right. and at a certain point, it almost feels like, "Oh, you're not grateful for mm-hmm. me providing for yeah. you," which is fine. Like, everybody deserves to be taken care of, especially because right. you cannot take care of yourself as a child. So that's a necessity. Right. Mm-hmm. A necessity. So then it's like, can you go a little further and like Didn't try it? to like actually like cater to me? and this is big for me personally is I really want parents to learn and get to know their child like actually get to know them because I honestly think it's not many people that actually know me like it's a difference from saying like oh I know how you present yourself Um, let's say when you come around, you do this, you do that. So you will assume this is the type of person that I am. Mm-hmm. But I know even over the years, I have like pushed boundaries that I felt like a lot of people like, that's something that you like? That's something that you into? I'm like, yeah, cause you don't know me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, And I, it pains me sometimes. I'm like, is anybody ever really gonna know me fully and like know what I want and what I like and what I don't like? I don't know.
2: Do you feel like that's trauma for you? Because you always had to hide that for yourself.
1: Um, I don't want to say hide, mm-hmm. but I think like growing oh, up in like a Christian household, it's yeah. like it's a lot of stuff you just don't you do. You don't do, right? And mm-hmm. it's just like, well, what did that sound? I like. Like I know, like the first thing mm-hmm. I want to get a tattoo. So mm-hmm. I'm like, you don't need to get no tattoos. I'm just like, but that's what I want. Yeah. Like that's something that I like. Mm-hmm. So I just got it, and now I'm like you know, people have different opinions exactly but yeah sometimes I just think like I wonder like who's gonna get well no I'll say this I would appreciate if the people that met me at different times in my life or have different roles in my life can they can all come together and just portray who I was especially I just think about that like I were to pass away like what people would think about me or not to say think about me but I guess when they reflect over my life to be say this is the type of person she was this is what she liked this was her passion and different stuff like that because I do feel like I mean this sounds funny but a lot of stuff come up at funerals that people don't be knowing and -hmm. the person is gone so yeah yeah, that's just something I think about if
2: you're this particular way Mm mm-hmm why doesn't it show outwardly to everyone?
1: I feel like it does to a certain extent. Okay. But I think what did you say? Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, but I think that I I feel like at a certain point in my life I mm-hmm. just feel like people didn't deserve to know yeah. everything about me. Mm-hmm. Or just know me, period, cause I know I could bring a lot to somebody's life. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, <laughs> so it's almost like she can So it's almost like You know, do they, are they deserving of that? And I feel like if it's, if I don't feel that way about the person, like let's say maybe they do deserve to get to know me, I think it's more so of how I feel they would think in that aspect. Like, okay, let's say I liked, let's say I started to get a liking of motorcycles, right? So now everybody has like this stereotype of like, oh, like she's this bad girl that welts leather and now she's riding motorcycles. And it's like, what about just like motorcycles? But now everybody's like putting this narrative, and I know a lot of times it's just because of perception. Like some people just don't have knowledge about certain things, so <laughs> they just <laughs> automatically assume what it is. But I don't know. I don't want to say that I hold back, but I do think certain people. I, know just... what I do. I don't. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 okay, but would you say like everybody you meet, you just show them everything about
0: you? Oh
2: no. It's step by step, layer by layer. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I don't because sometimes it's about to unpack. You feel me? It's but right? at some Dottie is very closed off. I am closed off. Yeah, yeah especially as I got older, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And some people just not gonna get that side of you.
0: Like you're yeah. just not
2: going to get it. Like, mm-hmm. and that's okay too. But always be authentically you. Yeah. Yeah. No Period. Authentic conversations. Not. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I definitely think I've gotten better at that for sure. Like, yeah. instead of being like, like some people just fake it, you know? Yeah. Where it's like, let's say we're talking about sports, right? And I'm going in like, yeah, like sports is life. I love da 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 da. Mm-hmm. And then the whole time I'm like, I don't know a lick about sports. I was just keeping it, you know, cute and casual so I can be in the. not gonna say limelight but just to stay in the conversation like i know some people do that they just fake it but if that's not true that's not true
0: yeah one thing about me i ain't gonna fake something yeah Mm -mm. i don't know
2: well that can always be back to like dealing with childhood Mm trauma in itself and always wanting to fit in if you ever have felt excluded from situations people will fight to fit in and you will see that a lot on the media yeah like
1: so. Yeah, I, it's it's crazy how it's almost like you see
0: it more in adults. Yeah, you do because it's like clear.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That's a that's a whole nother topic. Mm-hmm. Like adults and just like friendships, how they ugh, how they be moving.
1: They just be kids. Yeah, they just still doing the childish stuff
0: they was doing before. Right, and not trying to like elevate to that next level. We are going to be the generation to change all of that. Hey, so is there anything else you would like to add, Daisy? Um,
2: like I said, be authentically you. That's it. You know, their podcast is about. So, always stay that way, always be that way. Take it day by day. Have grace with yourself. Move swiftly. Have love, be a home of love always to yourself and for others. Don't let everybody in cuz Not everybody deserves that. So establish establish a home for yourself and always come back to it. Mm.
0: Because if they knock on that door and they ain't supposed to come through, don't let them through.
2: They want some
0: shit on this shit. Right. (laughs) I'm just saying. Don't let them. Well, I feel like this was a great episode.
1: Okay, and before we end every episode, we give any advice of the day. Uh I think Darty should go first.
0: My advice for today is to be you in all that you do and stand strong in what you believe in. Like when she was mentioning like boundaries, like whatever boundaries you have, establish them. And don't let anybody work them my advice for today. Okay. Daisy? hmm. Uh, You're always
2: changing, uh, I would say. I think that sometimes we hold on to, like, people that we were, and we're not the same person that we was a week ago, a day ago, an hour ago. So just know that embrace your change. um, To do, like I said earlier, things that feel authentic to you. Um, Lead by example. And always trust in faith as
1: well okay um my advice for today is to just always choose you because you can pour into people and you can give 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 and you may feel some type of validation from giving and being that go-to person for everybody but Mm -hmm. make sure you are still being a go-to person for yourself
0: Fill up your own cup. Yes,
1: the same advice that you give other people, you have to take it in for yourself. Yeah, yeah, you do. what you preach. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think that wraps up this episode. We will put all of Daisy's information in the show notes. Thank you for joining us so much. I'm so happy. This is our first one on one guest. So Mm -hmm. I think it's really, really nice. And I think our podcast is evolving. I hope y'all enjoying all the nice glitz and glam that we added. Um, We do have a YouTube channel. Y'all can see some of the visuals on our YouTube at Authentic Conversations. You can also follow us on TikTok at Authentic underscore Conversations. And that's on everything. Yeah. Y'all have anything last words?
2: Um, if you want to hear more from me, I'll be starting back my podcast as well called the Dose of Daisies podcast. So okay. mm-hmm. For, mm-hmm. I'll
1: be back
0: soon. I've been waiting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't about the rest of y'all, but I've been waiting. Thank, you. <laughs> thank, thank <laughs> you.
1: So yes, make sure y'all support all of us. We yeah. all have our own things going on. Like we're all and creating y'all need to content. And, to it. okay. We're working hard out here. But without further ado, we catch us every Monday with a new conversation and we may spill the tea with Darty and KP.
0: Yo, peace! It's a wrap. <clears throat>